Welcome to Be True to You podcast. I'm your host, B, and I am so excited. Yet another phenomenal guest here. We've got Hannah. Welcome, Hannah. How are you doing today? Hey, Bethany. I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so glad you're here. I met Hannah through Hannah's cousin, MP. Shout out, MP, who I actually used to record a podcast with. Shout out to the moons. Hannah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Like I said, um, I got to meet her. We've been able to work together through um, photography and boudoir shoots and sessions and things um, that I know we're going to get into today. I do want to say that Hannah says that a song that encompasses her essence is Put You On Game by Russ. So welcome, Hannah. Hey, so happy to be here. So Thank you. Thank you. you. Hey, y'all. I'm Hannah Schenholzer, and I am a boudoir photographer. I'm an entrepreneur. I have a wedding photography business, and I'm moving into coaching and yes. self-love guidance. Yes. I'm also an intern to be an instructor at Butter and Filth. Love pole dancing, yes, love sensuality, yes, all of that jazz. So, yeah. Perfect. Well, Hannah, I'm so excited you're going to be on here because we're about to ask you eight lovely different questions. Um, And so the first one is the three for one special. You kind of just gave us a little bit about who you are, but I want you to give me the who you are, what do you do, and is that where you want to be right now? I'm exactly where I want to be right now. 100%. 100%. And I am just, I'm a believer that I may not specifically love where I am right now or what's happening in my life, but I know that everything that's going on right now is to move me to a higher purpose and where I'm going to get later down in life. So where you are right now is exactly where you need to be. One of my mantras, I love it so much, but yeah, I'm a photographer, I'm moving into coaching, and I'm learning to be a pole instructor. Absolutely. How long have you done photography? I have done photography since I was 16 years old. Okay. My parents graciously bought me my first camera <laughs> for my 16th birthday yeah when I was in seventh grade though I read my first National Geographic magazine fell in love I was like whatever that is I want to do it definitely out there. right right I was like I want to take pictures so that's when I fell in love with it got my first little point and shoot camera but my big girl camera came and um I guess what was I junior year yeah and I took photography throughout high school and out of high school I started doing more paid shoots and it took off and it has now evolved yes into this I would say so honestly (laughs) I I definitely have gotten to see a side of Hannah that um I've been very blessed to see like we've just gotten to be really close friends and I just love everything that Hannah brings to the table just her actual being her spirit it's so alive and just fruitful and there is just like it's hard to not be around Hannah and not be just like geeking out smiling <laughs> like you're just having such a good time being close to her so likewise um fun <laughs> um so I think that that is a perfect place plus also do you know how lucky you are to be where you want to be right now yeah like I love that mentality of you being like I'm supposed to be wherever I am yeah I want to get closer to that. I want to break through that mindset and be in that spot. And I find that when I am having those thoughts where I am worried or I'm thinking that I need to be at X place at X time, et cetera, I just fall back into my daily life. And I really live my life intentionally. And each thing that I do, I get myself excited for. Yeah. I'm excited to get up in the morning. I'm excited to make breakfast. I try to enrich every single part of my life. Yeah. And that helps you be mindful. Yeah. And be present in the moment. 
Absolutely. I love it so much. I used to hate making breakfast, and then I remember in therapy learning it's like, you're supposed to fuel your body in the yes. morning. But I was like, oh, that's something nice I could do for myself. I guess and, so. And, you know, it's just something small, but yeah. I, I, I love yeah. that. Okay, perfect. Next question is question number two. So Hannah, tell me what is the biggest breakthrough you've had recently or of all time? Breakthrough as of recently is that I don't want to be a photographer forever. Really? Yeah. Okay. I love photography. Right. And obviously that's why I started. But after being in business and doing it for a job for four years, I guess, it turns into a job. Yeah. It turns into a job. And I enjoy it and I love my clients and I love creating, but it is no longer something that I use as a creative outlet. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's my biggest thing. So, but when did you realize that? Like, was it during a session and you were like, this is not what I want to do anymore? It wasn't necessarily during a session. It was, at, I think it was last summer. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do more than just go. taking photos. And my boudoir experience has always been about more, yeah. but I want to go even deeper. Yeah. And I know that I have even more that I can offer and come up with and learn and facilitate through. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I am, that's why I'm moving into self-love guidance and yeah. coaching. And so that's been my biggest breakthrough. Well, have you like dived into any classes or anything? So I just did a master class on life coaching. Yes. Just got certified. Whoop, whoop. So I'm really excited for that. And I am about to launch my new program yes. coming out in March. Yes, I'm a beta. Yes, she is. <laughs> beta starts at the end of the month. So and it's going to be something that is simple yeah. and attainable, yes. actionable steps that people can take towards their self-love and themselves to help rekindle the relationship that they have with themselves and their body. It's just so something that we don't do no. and we aren't taught. Right. And this is, I think it's going to be such an amazing experience for people to really learn. And it's a lot cheaper than going to therapy and having to pay a lot more for being told the same stuff. So if true. that makes sense, like it's a better round to go. I agree. I agree. Especially if you're just getting started. Yes. And once you go through something like this, you can see if there are things that you do need to go to therapy for. Right. Traumas, abuse, etc. Because I'm definitely not a therapist. And each will have its own benefits. And it's how deep you want to go. But these are the steps that I took when I started my self-love journey and right. things that I still do in my day-to-day -day life right. that helped me. Cool. So I know that it can help other people. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that that's an amazing breakthrough and I'm excited to see what you do. Thank you. So tell me about the biggest breakthrough of all time. Ooh, of all time. This definitely took some time to think about. Okay. But it is happiness does not come from outside sources. Mm, say one more time. Happiness does not come from outside sources. And I literally just posted a TikTok on this this morning and I forgot oh. that this is one of my answers. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. So when you're living your life worrying about other people, when you are looking towards something to define your own happiness, you're going to be set up for disappointment. Yeah. That shit has to come from within you. Yep. No matter where you're at, what you're going through, you can choose your reaction and your response to that situation and therefore turn it into something happy. Obviously, feel your feelings, go through the shit that you need to go through, yeah. but you can choose to find positive and learning aspects from whatever situation you're in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think about, too, just even the situation I was just in, 
um, and having to pull myself out of that mental depression of like, I'm never going to get another job. Like I'm never going to make income again. Um, and I think, what would you say to people that are in that like mental deep depression and they're not able to find the positive? Like, what would you say to them or where do you try to find them to be able to see the light? You're exactly where you need to be. Yeah. Right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And it might suck and it might be really fucking shitty. Yeah. But think of life as waves. What goes down must come up and mm. what comes up must go down. Yin and yang all day, every day. Yes. I can't wait to get my yin and yang tattoo. Yeah. There's always going to be the good within the bad and there's always going to be the bad within the good. Hell yeah. Can we get a matching tattoo? Yeah. You heard Please. it here first. We're getting another tattoo on this body. Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> that was actually really good. And I think too, just being able to know that and connect with that once you get there you don't want to go back to the way you were thinking you don't want to find happiness through outside sources you no. don't want to be thinking so much about what other people are thinking of you and i think that that's just such a hard thing for people to grasp so hard and especially I, when we live in a society where everything comes from outside sources social yes. media yes. expectations oh. our culture does not make it easy no. for us to look within ourselves no whatsoever no not not at all so i think that's an amazing um breakthrough and i personally love it question number three hannah what's the weirdest thing you do that makes complete sense to you but not many people around you literally ties into the question we just did <laughs> i'm grateful all the time yeah. Seriously, when I'm in a really, really bad place, I'm really sad. I've gone through lots of death the past year, yeah. and I have been able to turn to my gratitude in that time, and I've been able to look at all of the good, and I read a quote that it said that grief is proof that there was love. Wow, that's a deep quote. That's yeah. something to really think about. Yeah. I feel like and this might be me spilling the beans, but um, you've had not just people grief this mm -hmm, year mm -hmm. and experiencing animal grief, I feel like mm -hmm. is such a constant when there is something in your home that is a constant around you. Yeah. Like that quote, how did that kind of like create a mindset around you where you were able to be grateful? Is that I, so basically my cat passed away unexpectedly in May and I, I knew that he came into my life for a reason and yeah. that he was not meant to be here yeah. forever. No animals are. I wish they were. Right. But he was not meant to be here for a full life. And the fact that he came into my life for his four short years yeah. is just like proof that like I was the one to love him. I was the one to take care of him. I was the one to make the best decisions for him. And my mom told me like on that day she texted me. She said nobody could have loved him more. And that just like yeah. really stuck with my heart. And that was my baby. And so, but like, I know he's chilling. He's good. <laughs> we not, we might be sad over here, but he's good. He's out of pain. And that is also relieving. Yes. Just knowing that there is another side where even though we're just not here in the physical form, like his soul is good. Yeah. He, just, he just had to go be someplace else. Yep. He just, toodaloo. He said, I'm out. Yep. And I was like, we love you. Goodbye. Yeah. And it breaks my fucking heart. Right. But it just... It is what it is. It's nature. Right. It's nature. And I really do find myself leaning into the lessons I can learn from nature. Everything that lives must die. And so. Okay, Taurus Earth sign. You know. Teaches. <laughs> National Geographic. <laughs> she was like, wait, hold on. I'm not going to be a part of the earth. 
Um, no, I think that's beautiful. And I think that, again, just thinking in the grand scheme of things, it is. It's grief is a proof that there was love. Is that the quote? Did I say yes, it right? Yes. Because I, I, I think. think right? <laughs> I think that that's just something to think about because a lot of people, you know, there's five stages of grief, right? And so when you're finally in the acceptance phase, which to be fair, grief cycles, you can be at the acceptance phase and go right back to anger or whichever one works best for you. And clearly anger works best for me. Um, but I, um, okay, fireside. <laughs> I do. I get very angry about grief and people passing and, and stuff, but it's, it's just knowing that you can take that moment to be like, wow, I'm so grateful that I was able to be graced by this human or this animal's presence mm-hmm. and say mm-hmm. I'm so glad I was able to love them yeah. like being able to find that I think is again just a strength that people can't always see um and so you just having that mentality and creating a space around you that has that mentality yeah. is just a really beautiful thing and I think uh, that that leads us to our next question question number four you know what is a trauma that has shaped you or you're still learning to break through So a trauma that has shaped me is something that happened to me when I was 14. My three best friends. 14, what is that, like seventh grade? 14? I was, I think I was like freshman year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) So high school. I was old enough to be at the mall on my own. There you go. Fair enough. And we went to the food court and they dumped me. They dumped you? They literally dumped me. They told me that they didn't want to be friends with me anymore. At the mall? At the mall. In the food court. In the middle of all these people. And what did you what did you say? Bruh, I don't even remember specifically what my response was. I remember I just remember my face getting red because I was getting angry oh. and I was so upset. And I ran out of there crying, called my mom, you know, oh. she came to get me. And so basically their reasoning behind dumping me is that I was no longer fun to be around. Right. This is such a light dimmer story. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to realize that. It yeah. actually took me a while to remember that that happened. Good point. When you suppress, baby. mm -hmm. And I remember being in therapy and I was like, and she was asking me, you know, things that happened in my childhood. And I was like, oh yeah, my three best friends did dump me. And I'm just like, fuck. (laughs) So they told me I was no longer fun to be around. They told me that all of the hobbies and interests I had, I couldn't, I couldn't do all of those things. I had just started doing ballet. I was learning to play the guitar, and apparently because I liked country music and rap music, that wasn't okay. Oh, my god! They told me I could not be all of these things. And I'm like, what do you mean? What? And I was still, I was starting my um, spirituality journey, and I was moving into witchcraft and learning all about Wicca, and I was so excited about all of these things, and I would show them the things that I was learning at ballet, and they were like, this doesn't interest us. We don't want to hear about that. laugh. I'm yeah. like, how ridiculous is That's this? I just laughed out loud at the phone. Right, right. <laughs> like, and like, poor little me, she did not even know that the things that they were saying were so ridiculous. Right. And, oh my god. <laughs> I, mean, you know, I just think back to, I mean, obviously like running out, like, what did your mom say? Like, you get in oh, the car. My mom was so sympathetic. Okay, she good. called my aunt and my cousin up right away. They, they lived down the street and they were like, Hannah needs support right now. Good, we good. went over there immediately, cried. And um, had my people around me. Yes. And she was very, very supportive throughout all of that. And looking back at it now, I just, just like, fuck them. Hell yeah. Like, sorry, not Bye. sorry. You gotta go. Gotta go. Yeah. Gotta go. And it, it wasn't until I was in therapy, therapy that I realized how much they tried to dim my light. 
Yeah. And that's been a big theme for me recently. Yes. And through my healing journey is that people will try to bring you down. People will try to tell you what you're doing is not okay. And you can't fucking listen to them. Nope. Because God forbid I do ballet. And <laughs> and I enjoy witchcraft and country music. Those things just don't go together, Bethany. They just don't. like they can't. They don't. You, you can't wear camo and, right. all, and also be a ballerina. I just wanted to let you know. So write that down. <laughs> um, that's the tattoo right there. You can't wear camo and do and be a ballerina. And the thing is, too, is I remember, like, I used to dance, too, and I would do competitive dancing, so I would never get to hang out on the weekends. And growing up, especially in elementary into middle school, I actually didn't really have as many friends because my friends were, like, my dancing friends, if that makes sense. And I remember this one time, not to the extreme, but I do remember a friend telling me, like, you're not invited to my birthday party because you're never around. Like, right. And I was like, hello? I'm at school every day. You yeah. see me every day, Queen. What does that um, mean? I'm not around. Right. I was. It was like eighth grade. I was like, oh, what? Wow. Like, um. And so I think about just how that people can. I don't know where they get it from. Like as kids, like where they're like, oh, that's. I'm gonna cut you off mm-hmm. because you're that's doing so stuff. Mean. Yes. And then that goes into how freaking domesticated we get mm-hmm. as children. Yeah. And we lose our sense of wonder. Yeah. And our joyfulness and our spontaneity and our just joy for life absolutely and we just learned that and i school social media we didn't really have social media that much until we were in like high school i feel like well i was gonna say my parents also like restricted it from me i wasn't allowed to get a facebook until oh my god my me either i was never about i was never actually allowed to get a facebook but i still had one yeah well i got one i got they, they told me when I turned 18, uh, not when I turned 18, when I moved out, there was nothing they could do. And I went to college, so I made a Facebook and an Instagram. And I will never forget the, like, the, I was so behind. I just thought it was so the behind. thrill. Yes. Couldn't believe it. I was so versed in, like, yes. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, like, the whole nine just to be on social media because I had never been. You felt left out. Yeah, dude. But being included ain't all that. Yep. It ain't all that. Nope. Because what did social media do for me, honey? <laughs> <laughs> We're all fucked up now. Actually, do anything or benefit me in any way. Um, actually, technically, it did somehow bring me you, so I'll take it for oh, what it is. That's so true. Um, so, let me pieces. So um, okay, still crazy to think about though, but right. it's a big trauma, and I'm glad that you right. again, like, feel like you learned things at like a younger age. Very much so. Do you feel I like I took it to heart? Yeah, and it made me feel invalid. Yeah, and now I think about all the things that I do and all the hobbies that I have and yeah. how much I just enjoy life. All I wanted was to enjoy life and try new things. And I've just always had that excitement. And it's my Sag Moon. Yeah. And I want to try new things. I want to go do all the stuff. And so, yeah, now I just embrace it. Good. Good for you, homie. I think that it's yeah. beautiful that you were able to get you're over it. You're going to have whiplash if you go through my like songs on Spotify because you're going to go from country to classical to rap real fucking fast. <laughs> Listen, I come around to country music. I would just like to yes, say it is taking me a while. Shout out to Sloan. Love you to pieces. She has really helped me dive into like my Chris, Chris, Chris Stapleton era. I it's just the type of country music. Yes, it's not all one bad thing. No, it's not all trucks and beers and girls. No, it's right. really not. Okay, it's Luke so much Bryan was deeper. a lot. I'm sorry. The I country girl shake for me. Heard. I mean, I'm still shaking for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair. I am. 
I just like I just when I heard that song I was like this is the best we can do now I've heard that about I've said mm-hmm. the same thing about rap songs mm-hmm. but I feel like that was like the country I was surrounded by not the soul country right. and I was like oh now this mm-hmm. I can get behind you like Zach Bryan who's that oh, we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna listen to some music when you're gone you're gonna be crying that's all I'm saying <laughs> okay well I can't wait I'd love to get my feelings so okay um question number five Hannah what are some common barriers that prevent people from being authentic and fully true to themselves? Caring about what other people think. Mm. 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 Rings more. so true for me. Rings so true. Everybody wants to fit in. Yeah. Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants everybody else's approval. Yeah. And that also comes from seeking happiness yeah. externally and people leaning on everyone else for everything. And when you come home to yourself, when you look inward and you really start to dive into who you are, it lets you expand your authentic self. It lets you bring out the things that you want to do and what you want to portray because we're all so fucking unique. I firmly believe that it is our superpower, how different we are. We can learn so much from each other and if we're walking around like clones, that's boring. Right? So boring. That's why I literally wanted to start this podcast. Yes. People do not, every single time that someone messages me and they're like, I'm like, let me know when you want to come on the podcast. And they're like, oh my God, I don't know what I would say. First of all, shut up. You have a voice for a reason. Like, I want you on here because we are so unique and everybody has a different perspective. We may have all danced growing up. We might have some common interests. Mm -hmm. But, like, the experiences that we've had and the things that have shaped us are different. Yes. I cannot tell you one other person that got dumped by their three best friends in the food court parking lot. Or food court parking lot. Food court mall. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I I just encourage everyone, please reach out. Please become a guest. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to plug myself in my own. No, you're good. Um, And if you feel like you are worrying about what other people might think about what you're saying, tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Royally. If someone has a problem with who you are authentically, that's okay. Yeah. That says more about them than it does you. Yes. Having courage to come on and speak about yourself, that's huge. It's amazing. And it's empowering. It is empowering. The light, I wish you guys could see. The light is hitting Hannah's highlighter perfectly. It looks so good. Thank you, B. It's like the natural dewy look. Thank you. Queen, you're slang today. I got some new elf glow shit. Did you really? Highly recommend. Really? Yeah. Okay, wait, send me a link. I will. I'll be down I for will. that. I love me some makeup. <laughs> okay. I think that that, I think, solves it in a small answer, though, of just being like, we can't care about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then we just talked about the social media. Right aspect of it it's all fake as someone that also works on social media how do you find that balance between working enjoying social media and also staying off of it too i am still working on that i don't think i have found a balance i have three different accounts yeah and i have two of them are for work and it's really difficult to want to get on there for work and then getting wrapped up in personal things. Yeah. And I just had to mute a whole bunch of accounts and so I can stay focused on myself and not worry about what other people are doing. And then that whole comparison game starts really fast. Yeah. And I that is not something that I have even remotely come to terms with yet. Mm-hmm. I deleted the Instagram app the other day for and I think <laughs> I was able to delete it for like six to eight hours 
and it was great. Heck yeah. Uh, but then I just got on TikTok. So, you know. Right. It's really hard. Like, that is a an active addiction for me right now. Yeah. And especially because I count on that for my income. That's what I'm saying. For living. Yes. And I'm just trying to find that balance. I have an email list. Sign up if you want goodies from me. Yes. But that's still on the computer. Yes. It's still technology. Yes. Being able to get outside, get away from all that, and just, like, be present. Yeah. Lifelong battle. Absolutely. You want to plug your um, Instagrams right now? Yeah. My Instagram is teased by Hannah Louise. So hot. Can't forget it. Yeah. And my other account is Hannah Louise Photo, if you want to get on there. And her other account is Liquid Ginger, if you want to see her pole dance. You want to that... see some post shit? That's yeah. where you're going to go. <laughs> it's not for the faint of heart. No, <laughs> you try to tease to see some ass. Listen. Oh, my God. Real tea, though. I know who you went to go dance at that party with. <gasps> I like I, yeah. I know who that person oh is. My God. And I was like screaming. I didn't realize that. I, love them so I, much. I, I knew that yes. you guys had connected before, but I, I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, we, because I saw it on their yeah, story. Yeah, and I thought that was hysterical. Yeah, I was we like, do pull together. Right, past time as well. That's right. Yeah. That's, and I was, yeah. I was dying. I was like, that is so crazy. <laughs> I, I like switched stories. You ever just watch somebody's yeah, story? Yeah, you're like, wait a minute. Hold on here. That was wild. Yeah. So that was like my favorite yeah. thing to see. Hire me for your private party. Yeah, absolutely. I will. My 29 cannot come soon enough. Um, I'm not going to make you work on my birthday. Um, okay. No, I would love to work on your birthday. I was birthday. about to say, actually, I did make you work on my birthday. Yes, <laughs> she just had her photo shoot with me <laughs> on her birthday. I did indeed. On my actual birthday, I literally yeah. made her work on my birthday. Moving right along. Okay. <laughs> Question number six. Hannah, you find yourself in a space where you aren't able to be true to who you are. How do you respond? I respond in a way that is probably not mainstream. I really lean onto my spirituality in situations like this. Okay. I, if I find myself getting flustered or I just I start to feel my face get red, that heartbeat is going up. Yeah. I try not to be angry because yeah. there's no point. I pick my battles. It definitely depends on the situation. Yeah. Don't get me started on people who are hurting animals in any way, I'm, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. But <laughs> don't, just don't even. Right. Or littering or anything that has to do with the earth. I'm yeah. coming and coming in hot, bitch. Yes. <laughs> so, but in situations where I want to digress and I want to not instigate, I focus on telling myself that, like, I know who I am. Yes. I know my intentions are pure. I know that I am made of love and light. I know that I am here for a reason. And... I know that I'm a good person and that others' judgments don't affect me, nor they, do they have anything to do with me. Right. Absolutely. Like when that family member, you know, starts talking about politics, I'll diffuse real fast okay. unless they are just in a conversation themselves. I'll walk away. Yeah. I'll, I remove myself from the situation. Does that happen like at holidays often for you? It's not super often, but like it does happen. Yeah. My family is filled with loud, opinionated Germans. And Germans. Germans. <laughs> yeah. And Germans. So I have gotten really good on knowing when to stand my ground, when I'm able to speak up, and if I'm not in that space and I don't have the energy for it, I diffuse and walk away. Good for and you. I don't have to let other people's energy affect me. Like I can control what I take in. Yes, I and I completely agree. I mean, I talked about it on my first episode, but being able to just set a boundary and be like, I'm good. I'm a walk. Like I'll pass. Woo! Does that save you so much time, energy, just Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not strength, but honestly, strength because it it does it. Just you just pull yourself, 
You push yourself like over to the side, say, hey, breathe. Then you keep going. The, um, breath, the breath is also something whoop. that I lean heavily yes, on. Yes, Friends, if you have never explored breath work, if you don't take a deep breath on a daily basis, just try to do so. Just see how that feels for you. It centers me so much, and I go back to my breath. I'm just like... Exactly. And don't tell me you guys can't do it. I have an Apple Watch. There is literally a breathe app that literally activates and tells you when to breathe throughout the day. It takes 60 seconds. It's not that hard. My Corey loves this. That's, yes, yes. It's so nice. Mine's dead. I was going to let us do it today and I forgot. Um, but I, I just truly like it's so simple because it does not take a lot of time to breathe and we're already doing it anyway. So finding and centering yourself through breath. En enrich your breath. Yes. Just like you enrich everything else. Right. Self-care. Your lungs are there. Bruh, they're right. already working. That's what I'm saying. You gotta use you gotta them. Use them. <laughs> you gotta recognize when it's like, these are things we should be grateful for. Yeah. Somebody was just on the podcast, Callie was talking about how anytime she gets sad, she just remembers she has two legs. Two working legs. Bruh. And like, your heart's beating. Right. Let's start there. But it really is just that simple to just go, well, I'm actually able to do a lot more than most people can. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna take that and yes. keep running with it. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's a really good way to kind of respond. Um, to not being able to be true yeah, to yourself. Absolutely. And that's a section that I have in my program yeah. is leaning on gratitude. Yes. And I even have just like templates for somebody who doesn't even know how to be write down gratitude or be grateful. I'm just like, I have prompts for that on makes you think of things yeah. and that just, it'll change your day. I'm so excited to day. be so, a part of that. It's yeah. going to be such an interesting, but also like enriching experience. Yes. So I'm very excited for that. Yeah. Okay, question number seven, Hannah. What is your biggest takeaway? Takeaway? What is your biggest takeaway in life that has become your driving force in life? Self love. Okay. Yes. So people think, let me make a generalization. Okay. Not all people think this, but a lot of people who have no idea what self love is, they think it is butterflies and dandelions and rainbows, oh. and it absolutely is and can be. But it's not all the time. Right. It is that shadow with the light, the darkness with the light. And it's choosing yourself above all else, above all else, taking responsibility for your actions, yes. your reactions, knowing when to sit down and listen, and knowing that others' opinions can't be what drives you. Right. Self-love is the same love that you give everybody else. Right. Think of your friends, your pets, that unconditional love that you have for them, you can give that to yourself as well. Absolutely. And you can mess up. Yeah. You can make mistakes and be human. That's so normal. And it's how you choose to respond right. to those things and how you treat yourself during that whole process. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me, um, the last time that we were on a podcast together, we were talking a lot about body positivity. Mm -hmm. And now I kind of want to see where you are on your body image journey. Yeah, yeah. So last time we were on, so much growth has happened. So many things have changed yes. in the world. And I find myself believing that body positivity is absolutely a wonderful thing, but it is not always accessible for people. Yes. And it is not everything because it's not realistic. Yes. Body positivity is not realistic. I love my hair. I love my ass, you know? We all have these things that we love and it's so wonderful to be able to be positive about those things. Right. But there are parts of my body that I've just had to accept. Yes. So leaning on body acceptance, I find to be more attainable 
and healthier because so much of our worth and so much of just every day life depends on what we look like. And yes. I think that is bullshit. Yes. Because we're just in our bodies. Right? Like, we're whole ass people in here. Right. And there's so much more than just what your meat sack, sack looks right. like. <laughs> no, but actually. Seriously. And I believe 100% there's beauty in everybody. There's beauty in our uniqueness. But when you find yourself not loving the way you look, it doesn't mean that you still can't love yourself. Yes, exactly. Tell me, because like you're really big on spirituality, mental journey, and like physical, mm-hmm. like gut health, mm-hmm. I'm assuming as mm-hmm. well. Because I've heard you talk about that. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you are able to kind of balance all those and interchangeably know when you need to focus on spiritual versus mm-hmm. mental, if that makes sense. I find that I am still trying to balance. Yeah. I, I find that sometimes my spiritual health goes to the wayside and it needs to not. Yeah. I've gone through and I'm still going through lots of like spiritual awakening things. Yeah. And I have found that like I can't just not meditate for a month. Right. I can't not connect to the earth. And if I do, it's fine, but I'm going to get sick. I'm going to be overwhelmed. I'm going to get anxious. I'm going to get depressed. And knowing that my spiritual health is just as important as my physical and my mental health. It is mental health, in my opinion. And just balancing all of that is really hard. Yeah. But I say if you are just trying to figure out where to start, just start with drinking water. Amen. I'm honestly very blessed. I don't like soda. I don't like carbonated things. You're lucky, bitch. I will never forget the first time that I was like a kid and mm-hmm. my sister loved Sprite and I picked up that cup and I stepped it and I thought it was water and it like went back in my nose. I was so shook and I think that really just pushed me away from Wow. <laughs> like at four years old. That's um, amazing. And water is like my, my is, bread and butter. Like so I love that. Water is a driving force of life. Yeah. You have to have it to survive and if you don't like just drinking plain water my partner does not right. find sparkling water, find something with flavor in it yes. and just get your hydration. And I have a giant water bottle that I got. This is true. I try to <laughs> drink a whole thing of this every single day and just start to see how you feel after that. Just start to see how you feel. And, and it, all it takes is just one little tiny habit change. I couldn't agree more. I think too. And people say like, they'll drink lemon water. Like right yeah. when they wake up. Love I used water. to love, I did that in COVID when I was like real bougie. I was making that unemployment money. And I was like, Oh, let me get these lemons. And that just made my day a little bit more energized. It just woke me up a little bit more. Um, I enriched your water. Yes, exactly. And I don't do that anymore. Um, because that's a financial budget thing, but one day I'm going to get back to those lemons when I'm rich and famous. Um, off of, I don't know yet. We'll see. I'm going to buy you a lemon. Stop. I love lemons. <laughs> I just like them in my water and I never knew that until I got older. It doesn't matter. But I agree. I have the water bottle. I'm drinking it every day. I think that water is what pushes feelings and fluids and all yes. the things through your body. Flush it out. Yes. And I think that is so important because people will get stuck and they won't give their body what it needs. And water is just so easy, bro. And, and when you're not giving your body what it needs, it's not going to feel good. No. And like you can listen to your body. Your body literally is talking to you. You know exactly when something is hurting, when something's not feeling right. And you're allowed to let your body talk to you. Listen. Some, yeah. I know for a fact there have been days where 
like when I went to Europe this summer and I came back, I took like four days of like no movement. I had moved so much. I was so panicked. But by day four, my body was like, girl, if you don't get up. Hello. Right. Like, <laughs> you we, were just, we were loving that. Like get back out there. And, and that was just, I remember like hearing my body being like, oh, like that's, we went to Fine. Virginia Beach. We went to yes. Virginia Beach, and we we did so much walking up and down the beach and up yes. and down the boardwalk. And then the next morning, I was like, I have to go for a walk. Right. I can't not. And I mean, like that lasted for one day, but it's fine. Right. You know. But like, your body wants you to pay attention to it. Yes. And if you're neglecting it, you're disassociating from it. I understand, and I hear that. But she's here for you. Right. Come on, let the universe speak. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear it. Okay. That was beautiful. All right. Oh no, we're at the last question. I'm already sad. Okay, fine. <sighs> question eight, Hannah, what is a question you want to ask the audience listening tonight? I just want to say how intuitively this entire episode has gone because each answer has just tied into each question and conversation we have followed on because my question for y'all is if you decided to do one thing for yourself today, what would it be? What if you chose yourself for five to ten minutes a day? Mm. Mm. I just closed my eyes just now. I just really thought about that because I, five to ten minutes, so easy, so small. It sounds so daunting though. It does. Five to ten minutes in my busy day, honey. Like, if you would ask me six years ago, I would have been like, I can't fit that in there. What do you right. mean five to ten minutes? Five to ten minutes is me. I have to be on Instagram. Read a book while you're taking a shit. Oh my God. Put the phone down. Yes. Just put the I don't know how you people haven't dropped it, have not gotten scared enough to not bring your phone close to the toilet. Have you not dropped it in there? That was like the turning point for me. I was like, oh, I can't afford another phone. <laughs> That's it. You're That's done. It. You're done. I'm on the sink. I like, or somewhere else, I won't bring it in with me. I have a Rubik's Cube in the bathroom that I love nice. to mess around with. Um, I love bringing my book. Yes. Or just breathing. Yes. Just letting it out naturally. And if you're not on your phone, you spend a lot less time in there. I don't know why y'all people want to stay in the bathroom. I understand in the sense of like wanting to be alone, but like get out of there. We're also not moms. Right. Thank God for that. <laughs> Listen, shout out to all the moms out there. We love that, you. We love you. That does not mean that I don't think people should have children. I just personally at this moment do not plan on doing that. Um, and same. Right. We knew that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Power to you. Yeah, so much. I know that there are moms that listen. Yes. One of my one of my old coworkers, Sarah, she's a mom of two, and she messaged me and she was like, I'm on the way to the doctor and I'm listening. And it was just so cute. I had not talked to her in so long. So I definitely know moms listen, so I just I want to let you know that. we love you. Yeah, I appreciate it. We do, you. we do. Anyway, the point is, is that like choosing yourself for five to ten minutes, it sounds like it could be a lot, mm-hmm. but in the grand scheme of it, like 24 hours in a day, you can do it. Listen to your favorite song and have a dance party. Yes. God, just yes. jam. Yes, and then you're, that's it. And if you don't know what songs to listen to, message me. We'll send you a playlist. I got a whole playlist. Right, we got so many playlists. Like mm-hmm. it's, it, yeah. You don't ever have to worry about like, oh, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. Because you can just ask somebody. Yeah. Like you can just talk. You can make those connections right. and just say like, hey, I'm not really sure where to go to next. Yeah. Um, which I think is kind of what's so cool about your program coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm about to launch also a freebie um, that will be included in the program, but if you sign up for the email list, you'll get it as well. And it's called Indulge Yourself, and it is a sensual self-touch guide. And it is 
a thing that you can do to choose yourself yeah. that day. And it's all about um, setting the mood and practicing self-touch. And this doesn't mean masturbation unless you want it to. Right. You do you, boo. We love that so much. Yeah. But um, literally just taking time to say hi to your body with your hands and just touching yourself. Yes. And it is so powerful. Our hands hold so much energy and love. And you can just give that to yourself. And so I'm about, I'm almost done with that guide. It should be out this week. I can't wait. So I cannot wait. I, then that's just the beautiful thing about it. Even in Hannah's sessions, we'll do like a small meditation before you go into the actual photography portion itself and finding that way to just connect meditation, self touch. You've just done an incredible job of creating that um, environment around you and just educating people on something that we don't get to see often. Right. It's so much deeper. I'm not just going to throw you in front of the camera. Right. I believe that a boudoir session should not just be for your partner or for somebody else. That that just gives your power away to me. Yeah. Do that shit for yourself. Yes. I will hold space for you. And it can truly be a transformative experience. I photographed over 300 people and <laughs> I feel like most of them probably agree that yes, it is a transformative <laughs> experience. Yes. And it's something that you can do for yourself. Just seeing yourself in a new light from a different perspective, getting out from inside your head yes. being present yes magic it's beautiful Thank I you. walk away from every session just feeling so fulfilled and I don't think that there's a lot of things that we can do these days where we are able to fully say yeah I felt fully fulfilled from that like yes. that was amazing I want to go back and do that again um, and life is full of experiences so to be able to want to go back to an experience yeah I can't recommend Hannah enough um, as a human as a photographer as a life coach as a mentor um, she's just someone that I really feel like brings the energy of just inclusion and love. Thank and you. I'm just oh, so excited to see where you continue on with your journey, especially in the beginning of the year. 2023 is yeah. big for us. Yeah, it's big. My word for the year is patience. Yes. So we ain't rushing shit this year. Yes. We're letting shit come. Did but... I tell you my word? No. It's adventure. <gasps> I know. I know. Sash. <laughs> I love it. I just think that I, I my Word in um, 2020 um, was focus, mm-hmm. and my word in 2021 was develop, and I did not have a word for 2022. Okay. So 2023, I came back up and running, yeah. and adventures, like adventure just popped that. into my head because there's just so much ahead of me and in front of me right now, and I just can't wait to it is. embrace it's it. adventure, you know? and I love when the word just comes to you. Yes. I let the word speak to me. Yes. My word, I had no idea what it was going to be, and I went through some things right on the 31st of December. The next day, I knew it had to be patience. Yes. My word for 2022 was trust, Oof, and 2021 was limitless. Yeah. The oh year I got my studio and stuff. I don't even know if I had a word for 2020. I'm saying I did. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you miss a year. Right. I was so like, I'm through the year, and I was like, well, that's my word. <laughs> <laughs> it's year. <laughs> I was like, I've gotten too far in the year. We'll come back. Right. Um, but no, I think that's beautiful. Um, before we wrap up, any last minute <sighs> thoughts, questions? I just want to reminisce on how full circle we've come because we met on that first podcast, and now here we are. I... And do you want to tell them? Oh my God, can I tell them? Can I really? Yeah. You promise? Yeah. Okay, guys, I have some really <laughs> Wait, oh my god, wait, I haven't told like a lot of people. Okay, so, like, it's totally up to you. No, I want to tell people. Okay, okay. so um, Hannah obviously runs a photography business and it's expanded so much and has really just created a place for people to come in and feel like at their best and most true selves. And I, I've just always seen that from right away. 
and she's always had, you know, an assistant, someone that's been there. And um, recently, Kara, one of our good friends, has decided to take that leap and take her business to the next level, um, which kind of left an empty spot for an assistantship. And Hannah sent me like a quick text that was just like, hey, just to throw this out there, because I was unemployed at the time. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Like, she FaceTimed me immediately. <laughs> Let's not even downplay. I was screaming. My mouth was on. My jaw was on the ground. I couldn't say anything. I was speechless, which does not happen often. And I was just like, there it is. Like, there it is. This is what I've been looking for. This is the moment where, like, everything is falling into place for me. And, like, now we've talked about it. I have been able to also find another position that allows me to be flexible with working for Hannah and being able to be that person um, that comes in and hypes you up for your, like, your shoots, your sessions. Make sure I just, drink water. Right. <laughs> and just being um, the liaison to really just help uh, make sure that the navigation of the session is complete and done um, so that Hannah doesn't have to worry about everything. She's got enough going on with actually just taking the photos um, and being that present spirit. So I am so excited to say that I'm going to be working with you and I just like agree. being a part of your entire company and just ambiance. I can't. I'm so freaking I'm excited. so excited. It's amazing. I could like, not have asked for, I wasn't going to hire another assistant. <laughs> and then I was like, but the only one I would hire would be Bethany. So <laughs> um, Emily Smith, if you're listening to this, I'll be at your photo shoot. I'll be at your session queen. Um, Cause I, because that's also why I'm really excited too is, um, there are some people that I do know that like are booking or have booked to this year and just knowing that I, like I even get to be a part of that, no. that fulfills me more than any work ever could. And I know I've told you this before, but I, at one time, um, Kara went to Italy golf queen and so she had to take a day, obviously. <laughs> and so I was able to fill in for a day. I walked out of that studio. Now, I know that you told me that that, it, that kind of session doesn't happen all the time and that not everybody is as open and, and kind as that person was. But just in that moment, even though I was in there just grabbing on the lingerie, putting it in the basket, like all that stuff, knowing that that person walked away impacted that day and that we were a part of that, oh my gosh, that just lit my spirit to the highest hills. I was like, this is something I could do every day or at least be a part of for a while that makes me want to be here that makes me want to be involved with people and find connections um and with you right and all of my clients are just in a different space whenever yeah. they come in right people are very nervous and people are very shy very quiet right. so the energy differences that you have to go through and takes a lot yeah. it takes a lot it's a lot of work and but that's something that like I pride myself on is being able to make anybody feel comfortable and to talk to anybody and see meet them where they're at because literally where you are is where you're supposed to be yes. and Bethany just I can trust her with that I know that she does that with people and I know that that's something that she excels at I can teach anybody to organize lingerie yeah. and <laughs> the process of my experience but to be able to have somebody there that I can lean on emotionally yeah. is everything so literally couldn't ask for a better friend I just didn't love you but listen yeah. we went yeah. right down the line I was up next it was you were <laughs> seriously we went right down the line that's three awesome. of my closest friends have yeah. all been my assistants and my past two have just gone on to start their own businesses so I guess this is some inspiring shit I'm like are y'all okay. sure you're ready for this well uh, honestly well in my interview for my the position that I just took they said what is something that motivates you professionally and I'm not gonna lie I said as, because I was honest with them about working with Hannah and wanting to do that and that I would take that position, but I wanted to be able to find the balance because I wanted this so badly. And I said, I don't think 
that there's a lot of people that I've really been able to see that are my age running their own business besides my friend Anna Riccio, shout out Grit, they are really fully immersed to not only just doing the business, growing the business and impacting others. Being true to yourself in a space where you knew this is the path that I want to go down at 16. This is what I want to do for the time being. And now we're growing into something even bigger. Yeah. To even have known that. I mean, like, I went through five different freaking majors. So, like, it is so cool to me to just see someone that knew it, went after it, got it, and it's like, and now we're going to expand it, honey. Like, yeah. it's going to be even bigger. Why would I not want to be involved in something like that? <laughs> Why would I not want to be close to a person that brings that energy around um sorry I went off a tangent but that's literally what I told them and I said so whenever I'm around Hannah or around the business of Hannah teased by Hannah Louise I feel empowered I feel ready to go take on the day I feel ready to continue moving on with my life because I found a person that has motivated me mentally professionally personally in so many ways um so I, i'm just so excited now you guys know the tea when i was like oh i'm manifesting it this was it i'm so excited to just I love you so much i love you so much i'm just so excited to be able to work with you um and i'm gonna wrap this up i know i've gone on a whole tangent um, love you, you so much. Love you so much. Thank Can't you wait for our here. matching tattoos let's oh my god yay <laughs> yeah, yeah, honey i think it could be interesting um Love you guys all so much. All the love, homies, forever and always. Have a great rest of your day. And don't forget to be true to you.